0: Hello, welcome to the Thursday, September 8th, 2016 edition of the Sands and at Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. In case you're using our blog list, I updated it uh, earlier today. Really, the only thing that changed is how I'm actually... Picking these top 20 slash 24 networks. Other than that, the format and such stayed the same. So you shouldn't really see much of a difference here if you just import it. If you do see any problems, please let me know. Also, if you do see any false positives, please let me know. And actually, the main reason for this rebuild was to change the architecture somewhat to make it easier to automatically eliminate some common false positives. CERT.org published an advisory regarding Fortinet 41 load balancers. Apparently, they suffer from five different vulnerabilities. Only one of these vulnerabilities has been addressed so far. And according to the advisory, Fortinet has been somewhat non responsive to these vulnerabilities. Now, the one vulnerability that was addressed in a recent update does allow an an authenticated but non-administrative user to actually obtain PCAPs of traffic passing through the device. The other vulnerabilities do allow, for example, privilege escalation, where an authenticated again but a non-privileged user can execute arbitrary commands. And then there is also a cross-site scripting vulnerability that, of course, could also be used for privilege escalation. CERT.org did assign a base CVSS metrics of 9.3 to these vulnerabilities. There isn't really a great workaround for any of them at this point. uh, But what you probably should do is just limit access to the device and not hand out credentials unless you further audit access to the device and rapid7 published a paper with details regarding 13 vulnerabilities across 9 different network management systems network management systems are typically used to monitor network devices also remote configure them as such they usually process a lot of input from these devices for example snmp messages but also other types of logs and well if that data isn't properly sanitized, then spoof data can be used to exploit the system. And of course once your attacker does own your network management system they may very well own your network they at least know what devices are connected to network and in many cases they'll be able to modify configurations so these network management systems are certainly a very important asset that you need to protect well Many of your vulnerabilities are also related to the fact that these network management systems are really web applications. So you find web application vulnerabilities like cross-site scripting. Network management systems, of course, should not accept any messages from outside your perimeter. So that's one simple step you can take to somewhat harden them. But then again, they're pretty wide open to lateral movement once an attacker is inside your network because they have to be able to receive these messages from various segments of your network. Any Committee on Oversight and Government Reform published a lengthy report with details regarding the large OPM hack that made big news last year. It turns out that the initial breach happened due to credentials stolen from a contractor. So essentially, the attacker was able to log into the system with valid credentials. One of the big issues, of course, that has been pointed out here is that there was no two-factor Authentication in place In so far it was relatively easy for an attacker to steal and then reuse the credentials I didn't see anything in the report about how they got to these credentials could have been phishing could have been that this contractor reused his credentials on other systems that got breached but the full report is I think 240 pages and I didn't get through all of it yet another interesting fact that was mentioned here is that there were actually two fa- two attackers that breached the system. The first one was discovered and monitored for a while until it was locked out. The second one was not discovered and is likely responsible for the theft of millions of documents. Try to take at least a look at the executive summary of the report. Of course, a lot of it is also about Politics in particular, as far as OPM is concerned. But uh, some of the lessons learned, like, for example, two-factor authentication, could certainly be applicable to others. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow.